Thanks for tuning into the Sounds of Healing podcast. You will discover a new way of being using the power of sound and vibrations. We'll be having conversations with new thought leaders, sound healers, and mind-body experts. Listen and find the path to your elevated dreams. I am so excited and grateful to have our guest today, Bobby Rosario. I've been a big fan for a while now and I'm just just beyond thrilled that I can share and learn more about how he creates this awesome music. So I'd like to tell you a little about his background. He is an acclaimed guitarist, composer, and band leader who has cultivated a distinct voice through his musical journey and collaborations and music authentically described as fusion world jazz music. Bobby is currently working on an album called Spellbound, in which he showcases his original music and a lineup of world-class master musicians and singers from America, India, and Africa, with an anticipated release date in early 2021. As a composer, he leads an amazing band that expresses themselves virtuosically and perform this unique style and interpretation that's so amazing. It really is truly a fusion of music from around the world in this jazz style and a style that's that almost can't be defined. It's not surprising to see how this music brings the audiences together into a trance of being one under a universal musical language. His guitar solos are performed in an uncommon style of melodic and rhythmic interpretation merged with speed and dexterity, maintaining its soulfulness. The jazz group is called Bobby Rosario and Rudra and the Bobby Rosario Band. His rave reviews include comments such as, the music of this virtuosic fusion jazz guitarist brings together elements of jazz and funk with Indian classical music and polyrhythms. The cross-cultural musical performance of Bobby Rosario and his group opens the ears of audiences to the immense possibilities of how rhythms and music from across the world can come together into one universal musical possibility. His guitar solos are performed in an uncommon style of melodic and rhythmic interpretations, merged with speed and dexterity maintaining its soulfulness. Under his musical directions, the musicians in his group are able to express themselves free yet disciplined in a manner that they're able to contribute to this universal, unified, virtuosic musical experience, captivating all audiences. And I must say that I was able to be in one of those audiences and I can't wait for the next time. And I've so enjoyed all the YouTube videos. So please help me warmly welcome Bobby. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Karen. Thanks. It's wonderful. And I tell you something that it's definitely special when you're getting interviewed and the host of the interview is an acclaimed musician herself. Oh, Thank you. And and musicians understand other musicians, I, I would say, better than anyone else. Oh, thank you so much. There's so many things I want to learn about about you. I, I'm I'm just kind of in awe, really in awe. I, I just, there's so many things I want to learn about. So what I noticed is that, which it said in your intro, but just this amazing <clears throat> way that you use instruments so they can speak it's almost like they have this language and you don't, you kind of hear the vowels and it kind of feels a little like a foreign language, yet it feels like you still understand it. It's just so amazing that it's kind of, it goes beyond this world. It's really almost this spiritual language that you create. 
And I'd love to know about your approach and if you have any insights you could share about how it evolved. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, how it evolved, that's a great question. I mean, I, growing up uh, around my family, I come from a family of musicians. And, uh, you know, both my parents were musicians all their lives. And I was exposed to Western music and Indian classical music and very intrigued by the sound of uh, sitar and sarod. Along my journey of uh, developing my voice, you know, as a, as a musician and a, and a guitar player, I found myself the right instrument that helped me express. And, you know, the credit definitely goes to having a good instrument that can help you execute your thoughts and what you feel in terms of the voice that you want to express. And the style of playing is the concert you were you were present in. That's more of a Gaiki uh, style of playing. And in, in other words, we would say it's a vocal form of, uh, of playing within your mm -hmm. instrument and trying to emulate the sound of the sarod and sitar in the guitar, in the acoustic guitar. Um, and that's actually how it evolved and with many other influences of great guitar players and uh, great music, great Indian classical musicians, all coming together. And uh, that's actually how it happened. And it's still evolving. Oh, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a fusion of your life like that helped you bring these styles together. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in New Delhi, India. Oh. And uh, then I grew up in Queens, New York. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, and it's just been such a wonderful journey of both these worlds, which have just helped me develop, uh, you know, into the artist that I would hope you know, would have hoped to be when I was when I was a child, because two cultures coming together. And when you come to New York City, it's just so vibrant and it's got all cultures and anything you want to engage with, any style of music, if you really look for the people, they're here. And people come from all around the world. So even being here, I wasn't uh, you know, I was still connected to to forms of Indian music and and flamenco music and, and you know, blues and jazz and whatnot. And it was just it's just such such a wonderful experience being in New York and just, you know, being a New Yorker and just, just amazing, I tell you. Oh, it's so powerful to see how engaged you are in life and how it just comes through with everything that you do. Another thing that I want to share is how great I think everyone needs to follow you on Instagram and watch all your YouTube videos. But I recently saw you were in New York City and we're speaking to you after the election and just the vibrancy that you captured. It made me really feel like I was there. It was, and especially in this time when we're so separate, you just share so much that you yourself engage and that you have this openness in your heart that you always want to share. It's beautiful. Yeah, Karen, uh, you know what? Everything that we're going through and we're going to come out better from this, the whole world, you know, and it's just brought that sense of awareness that we, a lot of people were kind of disconnected with just being in this fast-paced life and being a part of it 
And especially being in New York City and having that as a base uh, and move around from there on, it's just uh, a busy life, a challenging life, a very interesting life, you know, being in New York. And it has just disconnected us from whatever happened in the past seven, eight months, nine months, whatever we're going through the pandemic. Um, but we just gotta, we just gotta, and just being in New York the other night, it was, it was a surreal experience. All New Yorkers, all kinds of people come together, you know, it was all peaceful. There was excitement. And that was, that's what really the spirit of New York is, you know, the vibrancy. And it's just hard to, you know, stay away from it for too long, considering the current circumstances. We as people are meant to congregate and to connect with each other, to, to be able to look at each other, you know, to talk to each other. The electronic devices are great, but me being a little old fashioned, you know, <laughs> in-person uh, contact is nothing like it. And just seeing life, life happen in front of you, you know, in front of your own eyes and just, it's just an amazing experience. Yes. And, and it was great. Wow. That is beautiful. I guess as musicians, that's what we always express is life and how life is coming to us in that moment that we can sure. put together and, and share. You must be so excited about your new project. My new project, and and you know what? Something something I'd like to say is the most basic and the root of all music and sound is silence. Mm. You know, it's silence. That's Beautiful. that's where it all begins. And our current circumstances and the situation the whole world as a family is in, it just helped us connect back with silence, with yes. basic and then move on again from the basic and just renew ourselves. So uh, it's just so interesting and just, it's so important to be thankful and grateful for, you know, whatever, whatever we have and our surroundings. Uh, the new project, Spellbound, yes, yes. Very excited about it. A sound and a voice that I always wanted to have on record and just so blessed with the wonderful lineup of musicians who've joined in and uh, become a part of this project, you know, with, I mean, great drummers like Dennis Chambers and uh, uh, Robbie Amin, I mean, Gary Granger and, you know, Dr. Lonnie Smith, there's a possibility he might join in, but the whole pandemic situation has thrown off the, the project which is going to be fixed soon, you know, uh, and uh, great lineup, uh, African vocals, Cuban vocals, you know, um, bringing in the the Yoruba um, a chance in uh, certain pieces. It's just uh, just amazing to blend it all and and again connect with the roots, uh, all our roots, which is really Africa, you know. Where Latin rhythm really evolved from Africa, African rhythm. Excited to hear that. Yes, yes. You, it reminds me, you use the word rudra a lot, and I don't know all of the things that you're referring to. So I was wondering, I did look it up and it said, the mightiest of the might, the roarer and the howler. 
And I was just thinking about how your music is just so mighty and it reflects that. And I, I wonder what your connection is with that word. Uh, mighty, that's, that's, uh, you're putting a heavy responsibility on my shoulders, but uh -huh. okay, <laughs> you know, I'll take it. Um, Rudra is uh, the name of uh, the current uh, fusion band that I had with, um, you know, another wonderful lineup of musicians from uh, New York City and uh, India, South India, you know, rhythm maestros. And the basis of uh, the sound of Rudra was blending Indian classical raga bass playing, um, but upbeat. Most of the music was was upbeat, you know, a good, good chunk of it. And uh, the musicians who joined in in this in this project and band are just such a delight uh, to work with. And uh, Rudra, actually, you asked me, and uh, Rudra is a form of uh, the god Shiva, and the mightiest form of the Lord Shiva, uh, who's also known as the destroyer of uh, of, of evil. You know, destroys the evil and brings the balance and. When we were putting this uh, music together, you know, I came up with this with this name, and everyone acknowledged and agreed. So, uh, so there was Rudra. That's perfect. Yeah. I was wondering if you could do a little, like, basic one hundred and one on Indian music. I had the great opportunity, Premik Russell Tubbs, who was also interviewed and. He was in that band that night and just love his playing. And he courageously invited me to play on stage with him. And Steve, it was a, a raga and with the different rhythms. And I got this thick book about all the ragas. I was reading about it. I was trying to learn. And I was, <laughs> I just only became more amazed. Could you help our guests understand what that is? So um, raga bass playing. And by the way, uh, the band, uh, you know, Rudra, I got my brother Premik, uh, you know, Russell Tubbs, oh. wonderful saxophone player, and uh, Swami Nathan, uh, percussionist from southern India. And these are uh, the members that Rudra was, uh, you know, comprised of. And raga-based playing, when you, when you ask about that, raga is basically a set of notes within which you can have uh, the melody, the melodic structure has to be within those set of notes, which has a system of ascending and descending. You could go from a five note ascending to a seven note descending to six note ascending to you know five note descending, but the notes have to be the same and in a proper order for that raga to be the most effective. And ragas go back, they go back thousands of years and, and you know, they were created to be performed at certain hours of the day or night or early morning. That's that's basically, uh, you know, what ragas are, the basis of it. But this uh, Rudra project wasn't a 100% pure raga-based project. You know, since I didn't want to get hit by a lightning bolt from the elders if we went outside the rules, you know, a little. Uh, but that was okay. It all worked out well. But the, the compositions that I came up with were all based on specific ragas. How many ragas are there, would you say? Oh, I wouldn't even know where to start. There are, there are the many ragas, and there's, there's a North Indian 100? system of raga. 
no, no. Well, this there's a Hindustani North Indian system of raga, and there's a South Indian system of raga, which is known as Carnatic. Uh, many ragas. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to put a number on it wow. since my knowledge is not uh, you know that uh, accurate on that uh, part. But the whole number of them. But you know what? It it really doesn't matter, Karen. How many? What's the number? It's about all great Indian classical musicians. They might have a knowledge for a lot of ragas, but would they really perform? Maybe five to ten, you know, within that mm-hmm. that range is what they really perform. And and the great Indian musicians who have uh, performed Indian classical music have practiced one raga for for years. For years, oh, I did read that once. Yes, and and the spiritual aspect it. Is there one for like when someone's mourning and one when someone's celebrating? Do they have different categories for that as well? It's for different moods, different times, and different seasons. And they saw it as healing? Absolutely. Music is is such a yes. spiritual the the voice, you know, it's just so so connected with who we are as as humans, you know. The first the first voice, ah. You know, ah, when I, when, I, when I was a little baby, first voice, ah. And when in Indian classical singing, you you learn vocal singing, the vowel is ah. You know, it's so that's the basic, the basic vowel to start life with. So beautiful. And I'm thinking in Western music, it's kind of like Gregorian chant on steroid. And if you haven't studied Gregorian chants back in that time, Every note had to have a certain way of ascending and descending, and the harmonies had to be specifically made. So back in when I was studying at Juilliard, it was learning that way, and then the Schenker analysis. But this is times so much. But the key, and that always also amazed me of jazz players, is that it's just internal. That's one reason I love to improvise. You just go in your heart, and the notes just come to you. And it yes. doesn't matter what you'd label it or call it, but it just comes together. And it's just that dedication to learning the facility. That's a question I'd love to know. When your fingers are flying so fast, you can't see them flying. Your mind must be super calm, almost like you're observing yourself. Like, how do you do that? And how did you prepare to do that? It's, I know it's not a simple answer that we could all go home and do tonight, but it's just phenomenal. Oh, thank you. And it's uh, it's an interesting question because speed, I believe, uh, you know, fast playing, I would say is important, but it's not everything, you know. Depth in playing and the effectiveness of what you're playing is very important, you know. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of musicians who play fast, but then there's a lot of musicians who can play fast and it does touch you, it moves you, you know. So that kind of differentiates from the mechanics right. and the spiritualism of music. The best thing that I can I can say and the best comment I can give you is playing slow and just taking each note as a, at a time is the best way to start playing fast. As as we all know, you know, as musicians, you start slow, but just to absorb everything first, absorb every note you're playing and every combination of notes you're playing and where you're headed with that and then speed comes naturally 
Now there's players who are who play fast, and then there's players who are just emotionally fast because when they play fast, it doesn't seem unnatural yes, or it doesn't seem play, that it does have depth and it doesn't sound like you're not showing off it just comes out with the music so free it comes out yeah it, it, that's how it's supposed to it's supposed to come out with the music but again you know fast playing is great and all but it's not everything you what know it it's feel not everything. like when you're going that fast oh i don't try to feel i just <laughs> i just, just take myself i just it happens and it just you know, your your mind and your heart, your body, your soul, just everything is just so connected that you're not thinking, to right. be very honest with you. Because right. the moment you start thinking about what you're going to do next, exactly. that's when a mistake happens. You know, when you're thinking. I know. I've had to learn that for myself when my in improvising. The freedom, when you go to the zone, when you go connect with the divine and your mind... You're almost in an altered state and you you don't, it's just flowing. It is a beautiful state. And I know that if I could always be in that state in my life, I would have so much calm and the answers would just be always coming through. And that's really a goal, I think, to share here also for people. Sure. And, and uh, having also, I must say, that exchange of energy and vibrations with the musicians that you're playing with, that's yes. important. Because uh, like actors say that you feed off what the other actor is doing. It's the same thing in music. You mm -hmm. feed off what the other musicians are contributing to the music. That's important. And then just the love, just the love amongst everybody is just so important. And I, I can imagine uh, I'm just kind of going a little off the topic of what you asked me but uh i must say that the love mutual love between musicians who are playing uh, the music together is just so important to make that magic happen you know it's just so important and then the love pours through to the audience so it's like all connected yes yes absolutely you can really feel it, that when the audience is pouring out love it's it's an amazing feeling an audience yeah. almost have their own yeah. character personality, each one. The audience is always right. The audience is never wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're always right. Yeah. So uh, the audience has never been wrong. They won't be wrong. And, uh, and they're important. But it's also important. And important. But it's also important when you're playing, you you don't want to worry about who you're playing for and you know you just have to be connected to yourself and the music that you really want to create and play and the audience will enjoy it if you are true to it if you are true to what you're creating and you're not concerned about how it would sound to people hearing it that's going to be music in its purest form and people will enjoy it people will resonate to it Yes, as I have been enjoying this podcast, I like to think of the people that are listening and and the challenges that people are facing and what you shared about this pause we have, this time to be silent and to look at things. And when we can connect in and we can really be in that place where we feel connected to our pure self, our pure passions, 
and really let the ego go to the side that wants to know what are people thinking and would they like this or not like this. When we can find ourselves in that place, that's when the magic happens, the miracles happen, and we can really be who we are and who we're meant to be. And we have the great gift of expressing it through music, but everybody has their own way of expressing that. So it's, it's great and how we can come together, how people, love is always the answer. Love is the answer. Love has always been the answer. It is today and it will be in the future. Yes, and how much more able we are to know that each person really matters. I'm really feeling that, that each, like these spontaneous celebrations, like people didn't say, let's meet at whatever time in Times Square or wherever they are in the world. They just came out because they couldn't just, you know, they they had to be together celebrating and hopefully with masks on, <laughs> but yeah. Yes, yes, masks are important. You know, you got to protect yourself and, and that's the only channel we have right now to protect ourselves, you know, social distancing and masks. It's important, um, you know, it's for your own safety. Coming together, yeah, and, and just caring for your fellow human, it's important for for someone at any any role in life, you know, just the awareness of life in general, that there is a life form other than me is is very important. Yeah, and bigger and than it's, ourselves it, too. And bigger than ourselves. It's 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 divine. Life is divine in itself, you know, and then and, and divinity is within us. We just have to be connected to it. Yes. It's all there. It's all there within us. It's our choice what we connect with and what we what we resonate. That is beautiful that you shared that. I was wanting to ask about your music. For me, it feels like a divine dance. Some are slow dances and some are fast and it's just with all the rich harmonic flavors and there are these soulful musings and you know how people share and it's just amazing and then the people you bring together like the the singer is it called takadimi or tikitaka or something <laughs> like that I well yeah yeah well that's uh those are the syllables of um of carnatic uh percussive but it's playing so amazing the tabla player that's a type of drum for people that don't know it's like it's just so amazing. It just sings. It has like pitches. Yes. I just love it. But it's just like yes. a big dance, a big celebration. Some of because in Indian, in Indian, yes, and because in Indian classical uh, playing, especially especially rhythm playing, whatever you are performing on your instrument, you have to recite it as well. So the recitation oh. of notes is as important as being able to oh play gosh. the notes on the instrument. Uh, and when when you learn that, that when that's the way of learning, that's a school of learning from uh, the very basic point, it kind of becomes a system of you being a musician in itself. A little different from, uh, wow. uh, from Western, uh, you know, from Western music, where the recitation part is not as important, but hey, there are musicians who just love to recite because if you really think about it, whatever you're playing, it's coming from within. Right. You just have to connect your 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 language to it, you know, your human language to it. 
So in India, if you're shown to have talent, do you go to a special musical training or you got it from your parents or both? No, both. Both uh, music was in the family. I mean, you go in the living room, there's a few musicians sitting there. You go in the bedroom, there's someone playing something else. There's somebody practicing, you know, in the other room. So it was, music was, uh, there was really no other choice. But, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. uh, so music was, and then I it went through formal training as well. Yes, it's just yes, a part yeah, of every it's cell. It's important. And it's important for yeah, for us as uh, adults to really let children explore and let them let them just really do what they who they are and let them develop. So yes, music was all around me, and there was really no way to keep myself from it. So, the music you always felt a comfort and a healing and an inspiration and a passion. It was just life itself, it sounds like, for you. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just, and music for anybody, yes. these vibrations, not not just for a musician, but for anyone, these vibrations are just such a strong channel to, to uh, connect with any kind of emotion, you know? Definitely. Certain music makes you sad. Certain music makes you happy and you joy and you dance and there's joy and then there's sadness. And um, music without song and lyric, obviously, because I don't quite sing, uh, as long as it's just for myself and no one hears me. But um, <laughs> you <do> sing, yes. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we all do. We all yes. do. But uh it's special for me that music without any words and any lyrics, which does not have a psychological factor to drive your emotion into a certain direction. There is no words and no lyrics. So the audience or the people listening to you are just basing it off of the vibrations that you're creating, you know, yes. out of your music. There's really silence and then there's notes. And how you choose to connect with that, with those notes. And you're the instrument too. You are the instrument. Absolutely. And everybody's their own instrument. That's what I want to share with everyone as we build this community. It's just connecting with ourselves and being more in touch with the vibrations and the level of them and the ones that we want and, and finding sounds that help us release and all the different ways we can be comforted and, and give us extra strength. And to know, like, we're all singing, even if we're by ourselves, it, the vibrations just connect everywhere. So now we can all be celebrating and we can be silent and we can just be one with our passions. And it's just so beautiful. How can people connect with you even more and be so fortunate to be able to hear your music more. Well, <clears throat> the next record is going to be, it's in the making, I would say 70% of it is done. There's a, there's an important and interesting uh, last half left, mm. which uh, we just kind of have to get back in the studio. And uh, there are some wonderful and great musicians who are going to be a part of this, uh, which requires me to travel. And, uh, you know, considering everything, I am just kind of being a little reluctant right now and a little careful be the time. Uh, about, yes, yes. And the project was supposed to be done uh, with 
April or May this year, and now we're we're in November. Mm-hmm. But fingers crossed, uh, it should be done in the first half of 2021. And this uh, Spellbound record has a wonderful African vocalist on it. And I'm fusing Latin rhythms with African music. Wow. And then also bringing in Cuban music along with it. And all these wonderful musicians, these maestros performing in it. And then there are certain pieces that have drum duets. There are two drummers playing on So it's just, and percussion has really been, a, my father being a drummer, uh, you know, percussion and rhythm just come so naturally. And it's just so important um, for anyone to the rhythm of life and then percussion and rhythm is just very important mm-hmm. for anyone, uh, young people going into music, learning music. Um, especially I can speak for guitar, playing guitar, learning guitar, rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. It's a very important. I hope everyone can listen because you have such a unique approach to rhythm that comes through. It's hard to explain it in words, but if someone heard any of your, music they would understand how it it's speaking and it's dancing and and yeah the rhythms are just part of the melody it's all one rhythm's divine rhythm's divine the heart beats it's rhythm and for us rhythm and everything find our own rhythm as we go oh yeah days and our life absolutely absolutely and and for for players you know for guitar players and and other musicians playing a rhythm and being percussive and on your instrument is important um, and singing and singing well yeah of course because you know when you when you play your instrument you are singing through your instrument as you as you also said earlier but being aware of uh, the uh, the element of being percussive on your instrument that's mm-hmm. also important yes. no matter what instrument you're playing because just rhythm is it's divine and it moves people it connects with people at so many levels as much as music, you know. It's just as amazing. much as the notes. So people could could you help people find you on Instagram and YouTube? How could they find yeah, you? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Instagram posting uh, you know, all kinds of stuff here and there. It's fun. Keeping the world entertained. And uh so there's it's some just music your name on or is it have music with Yeah, it's, it's it's Bobby it's Bobby Rosario music and uh, then there's music on YouTube. This, the album with Rudra is uh, available on uh, streaming platforms. And the next album, the next record, Spellbound, is also going to be available wherever it should be in today's day and age. And, um, yeah. So they could just, and if, I guess on your, you have a website. And, yeah, there's a website. There's a website where the so music can be. I'll just spell it so it's B O B B Y R O Z A R I O. So it's dot com, com and yeah. And all that's where they can find you. Yes, and it has some excerpts of uh, the next uh, record coming out. Some little Beautiful. sound bites here and there. Yeah. So as we close today, and we are just so thankful for all of your inspiration, all that you do for us, I'd love if you could share a track and if you could introduce it for our listeners today. Oh, thank you, Karen. Thanks for, thanks for having me. And uh, it, was, it was a joy having this conversation with you. Thank you. Um, 
so this track is called Dancing at Your Divine Feet, and it's from from the album Rudra. Um, and that's what you're going to be listening to. And I think divinity is is a good note to yes to you know say the interim bye bye you know and uh, and carry on from there. And I know the music will be able to speak for itself and share what we've been talking about, so they can experience it. So thank yes. you, thank you, many many blessings. Oh, I can't thank you enough. Namaste. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. to our community as we raise our vibrations and offer support and celebration. To learn more about today's story and guest and to receive free gifts, please visit karenolson.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-O-L-S-O-N and click on podcast. Until next time, may you have many sound blessings.